Welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Did your marketing feel a little sluggish in 2023? Maybe a little unfit? Hey, Scott Wilson here. Welcome back to the Marketing for Business podcast. I've got a ripper episode for you today. This is how to get your marketing and get yourself marketing fit for 2024. I've been having a lot of conversations recently with business owners uh, that really want to ramp up their marketing in 2024. So I'm going to give you five areas that you need to work on uh, from a mindset perspective. This will help you get your mind fit um, and marketing fit for 2024. And I'm also, as part of that, I'm going to give you six books um, that you could read to actually help you really get marketing fit for 2024. And look, I want to do a couple of shout outs first though. Shout out to Daryl um, from Mag and Turbo Blendham. He sent me a nice bottle of whiskey and a card. Uh, he's been listening to the podcast from the start. He loves taking his dog Cooper for long walks and listening to the podcast. Um, Daryl reached out and helped him with some um, some information around uh, his core values, his business core values, and, and he's really taking that and embracing that. He's listened to a number of the episodes where we talked about that and, and marketing with values, etc. So, hey, Daryl, I really appreciate you sending me that bottle of whiskey. Um, I, trust me, it will get put to good use over the Christmas period. And also Cam from Energize Electrical. Hey, great to see you at Paul's event the other day. And, and here, look, thanks for coming up and saying hello and look forward to having another conversation with you um, in 2024. Look, so the six, the five areas we're going to look at today is one, consumer behavior trends. I think it's an area that every business owner should really understand, uh, and I'm going to go through and take you through some things there. Uh, number two is the psychology of persuasion. Um, it's no mistake that we are called digital influence. Um, you know, we we have a background in understanding persuasion, so I'm going to give you some of my tools that I've used over the years. Uh, three is adapting to technology advancements, and I think this is one of the biggest areas. If you you can grab on as a business owner, uh, it will really help you in 2024, 2025, 2026 and beyond. Um, number four is building a personal brand. Uh, I'm going to give you two aspects of that, um, you know, building your personal brand and also building the company brand. We're going to talk about that in this podcast. And then number five is resilience uh, and being, you know, be, being resilient, but also being adaptable to things. Okay, so let's get into it. Number one is consumer behavior trends. Look, I've been looking at this constantly, you know, as a marketer, uh, because I'm curious at, at how this evolving, you know, and in the end of the day, consumers, their mindsets are always changing and adapting, their habits are always changing and adapting, and and what influences their purchasing um, decisions is always also adapting as well. And I think as new technology comes into the marketplace, this is why you need to stay abreast of everything that's going on. You know, as a business owner, you can adapt um, to these shifting demands, but you just have to be in front of it. One of the ways uh, I found really um, good to do this was when I started reading more and more books, I started to, you know, I guess want to consume um, what some people, you know, a lot smarter than me, were thinking about this. So I read a book called Predict the Irrational, um, The Hidden Forces That Shape Our Decisions by um, Dan Ely. Uh, he's gone on to read a number of books, but this was the first book I read, um, read by him. And it, it really delved into the irrational behaviors that influence um, decision making. Um, and it provided some really good insights into consumer behavior, 
Um, and, and if, when you look at it, uh, and understand it, you can really learn how business owners, as business owners and as marketers, we can leverage these insights. Um, you know, there's three big takeaways that I got, and I'll share in each of these areas, I'll three, uh, the three takeaways that I got. Um, number one out of this book was understand the irrational behavior of customers. Um, and he, and he talks about this a lot in the book, but, you know, he explores how people, make irrational decisions based off emotions and social influences and cognitive biases. You know, you only have to see the the, the crazy uh, influencer um, strategy that's gone out there in marketing today. You know, people are buying just because such and such says you should buy it, you know, and they are influenced by that. So, you know, that that irrational behavior is is becoming more and more. And I think here's the thing. You know, by recognizing the psychology behind this and the drivers that can, you know, make consumers make those decisions, you can tailor your marketing strategies towards this. You can, you know, you can adapt your pricing models. You can have your customer interactions better aligned with how irrational people are. If you want to see something that's really irrational, go to Mitre 10 and go and see what you see at the checkouts. You know, before you, you know, (laughs) there's a whole bunch of tools and all that sort of stuff that you could buy at the checkouts, but then there's chocolates at the checkouts. You know, why does Mitre 10 have chocolates at the checkouts? Because they've learned from the supermarkets that people are irrational and they will make decisions based off emotions. You know, try going to a supermarket and not having your 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 son or your daughter ask you for some chocolates, you know, or some lollies at the counter. Mitre 10 have nailed this, and I guarantee you, because I was at Mitre 10 the other day with my son, and he asked me if he could have some chocolates. And, you know, these are the irrational things that, that people will do that, you know, they'll, they'll make decisions. Now, as a business owner, could you use that to make more money from your business? Well, guess what? Mitre 10 is, they're using chocolates to make more money. The crazy part right now, too, we're in, it's at Christmas time, right? Everyone is in the buying season. Your customers are in buying mode. Um, so now is the time to actually easier to sell them other stuff because they are in actually buying mode. Uh, number two with, with Dan's book was, you know, the implementing of smart pricing strategies. The book really highlights how rational people are um, with perceived um, pricing and reactive pricing. So as a business owner, you know, you can apply this knowledge and develop affecting pricing strategies. You know, for instance, you know, presenting multiple pricing options can influence the customer's choice, um, especially if you've got one of them high. Uh, and the so the so that your top one's high and your middle one's closer to the higher one than your lowest price. You know people will tend to either go for the higher product or um, stick with the middle product. You know, but pushing it away from the lower tier product. Yeah, and also, you know, you, you can actually, and he talks about this in the book around anchoring and smart anchoring of pricing. Um, and I was actually talking to a business owner this the other day. Uh, he's a highly successful business owner. We were talking about how, you know, framing pricing at a high end, so people would come in and buy, it was quite a high end product, um, but they had tiers of that product, right? Um, but the, he taught his sales guys and his sales team to always frame the higher price first. Uh, and and the reasons why it was better from a quality's perspective, and more often than not, because they anchored that that with the first uh, customer interaction, um, people would buy the higher end product or one just down from the higher end product, um, and this is you know people it was a rational choice for people to make. Um, 
Number two was, no, number three, sorry, was leveraging social environmental influences. And this is really, really interesting when he talks about this in the book. And he talked about how you could leverage this, you know, to create, you know, by creating a positive and supportive environment for your customers. Now, a great way to do that is with social proof, you know, um, testimonials, endorsements can enhance your credibility. You can have that on your website, but also why not? Why couldn't you have it in your waiting room? Why couldn't you have a book of testimonials in your waiting room if you've got a waiting room where people are, you know, maybe you've got a show room and you've got a whole bunch of testimonials in a book um, or on the wall of, of happy customers etc um, there's there's so many things that you can do to create that environment of, of positivity um, that will influence people to make those decisions you know building a community around your brand emphasizing you've got shared values you know you have you strengthen your customer loyalty you know maybe you create some events and those social connecting uh, connections and a sense of belonging you know maybe it's a some client goal days you know the, the field days do this really well for farmers they they bring that community together uh, and and you know you can leverage the social aspect and the environmental aspects that influence people so it's a really really good book to read um, predictably irrational um, it, it's one of the first books I actually read uh, when I started reading and got into this marketing game uh, and it really helped set me up for understanding why um, people do things and why and why they buy in certain ways right number two was the psychology of persuasion look and I think you know as we delve into aspects of marketing and how to understand how human behavior um, it really is a powerful tool for you as a business owner you know the more you can explore persuasion techniques cognitive bias emotional triggers um, and, and how you can leverage them really will help you grow as a business owner, as a leader, etc. And there's one book I really recommend for this, and it's called Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion by Robert Cialdini. And look, he, this is a great book. Um, and once again, it's one of the first books I read. I've, I don't know how many times I've read it now. You probably would have heard me talk about this on the podcast before. But he really talks about and, and, and explores the principles of persuasion uh, and influence and offering valuable insights into the psychological triggers. Um, he's got another great book called Yes. Um, that That is an outstanding book as well. Uh, I highly recommend you reading that. Here's, here's my three takeaways from this book. Uh, and this will really help you get marketing fit from a psychology perspective. Number one is reciprocity. Okay, he, Chaldini in this book really emphasizes the principle of reciprocity. And, so, and he really talks about how, you know, people, when you do things in advance without expecting anything in return, they start to feel obligated to do things for you. You know, and, and as a small business owner, this is, this could be as simple as offering um, value upfront, you know, whether it's in form of free content, samples, exclusive promotions, um, you know, exclusive product lines, etc. But providing something of value without expecting immediate return, you can really foster that sense of reciprocity in people, you know, and it can lead to loyalty and engagement. You know, if you go to the supermarkets, you'll see people giving away tastings, free tastings. I, I know my son, he, he loves this certain gelato shop in Christchurch here, Rock and Gelato, um, because they gave him free tastings. And now he goes there and he'll have uh, lemon, lime and bitters uh, because of the free tasting that the, they gave them years ago. Um, we did this a lot with our seminars and education programs. You know, we were prepared to give them away, give their information away for free and wait. And that's the key with reciprocity. You you can't do reciprocity if you're expecting something in return. Um, you know, maybe you could be doing free tire checks, etc. All these things, there's a whole bunch of things that you could do um, to create that reciprocity. 
Number two uh, concept out of his book was authority. Uh, the comp- you know, the real, the, the, I guess authority suggests that people are more likely to comply. You know, once you have authority, you, you're perceived as the authority. You know, so for a lot of business owners, you know, establishing that, that authority is so, so important and showcasing your expertise in the field can ans- enhance your authority, right? You know, this can be achieved by, you know, thought leadership, you know, creating content like this or your industry certificates or, you know, you, you only have to go into some businesses and you'll see they've won all these awards, etc. you know, and, and they've been recognized as the experts or they're putting out content on the likes of LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook. Um, and, and, you know, you can demonstrate your expertise, which builds trust and credibility um, and making customers, you know, they're more f- f- inclined to choose you or stay loyal to your business. I remember back in the day when we were working um, in our search engine optimization company, we were doing some video uh, back in the day, really early on, uh, with a pharmacy, and they were having a problem getting people to, uh, um, I guess, understand and take action on prescriptions and medications, etc. And I just simply said to them one day, why don't you start wearing a white coat? Uh, and he looked at me and he said, why would I do that? And I said, well, because a white coat, um, you know, is authority, you know, and people go to the doctor and generally they'll be wearing a white coat. So start wearing a white coat um, and, and your authority will lift. Number two out of this book was social proof. Um, and social proof is the idea that people look at you know the actions of others and it guides their own behavior now this is this is like crazy when you start thinking about it but people actually take action based off you guiding them right so you can use this as social proof to build trust and look once again you know showcasing your positive reviews for testimonials user generated content these days is huge you know highlighting your customer success stories you know displaying um, how popular a product or services can really you know influence people positively I was talking to business owners today you know where are your case studies and I went to the case study page on their website and they they weren't actually case studies they said look you got to change this you know we've got to influence people by giving them real information and and real you know real data when it comes to numbers etc you know how many people use the product what was the result what are some of the the pitfalls what are some of the 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 pros the cons etc and really um, get that information out so that's a great book look the more you understand persuasion, the more you, you dig into this, the better you'll be marketing fit uh, for 2024. So Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion by Robert Cialdini is a book that you should all be reading. Um, number three is Adapting to Technology Advancements. Look, you know, um, if you've been re- around me long enough, you'll know that I really see as technology, you know, it's scary, okay? For a lot of people, it's scary, but I think this is the thing you have to lean into in 2024. You know, I, I started doing some lunch and learns and talking to my clients this year about it, uh, about AI, et cetera, about technology. And I think, you know, as a as a business owner, you have to switch your mindset onto this in 2024. You can't put your head in the sand any longer. You actually have to go out there and explore these topics, explore what's going on with artificial intelligence, with data anal- uh, analytics, you know, the, the role of technology uh, in marketing and in your business. You, you've got to stay abreast of these tools. And a great book to do this is The Innovator's Dilemma by um, Clayton M. Christensen. Um, and explores the challenges that companies have, really successful companies have, when disruptive technologies emerge and, and how you have to adapt to avoid failure. Uh, it's a great, great book. And, and look, I really, once again, I'll give you the three areas that, areas that I really took away from this book. But, you know, the, and you've got to, number one is you've got to embrace disruptive 
innovation, right? Uh, he talks about in the book, you know, the concept of, of disruption and innovation where new technologies have come in and disrupted, you know, um, existing markets. You only have to look at Uber uh, to see where that was, you know, has been disrupted. Um, and look, as a business owner, there's plenty of opportunities for you to use and start focusing on how, with your current products and services, how could you be innovating them? How could you be using technology? You know, maybe even embracing where it means, like looking at your current offers and and going, okay, well, how could we adapt them here? How could we, you know, maybe rip everything out and, and redesign everything so so that we're using some technology inside um, our products. Look, I think, you know, you, you need to continue to invest in emerging technologies. You need to be exploring new ways. You need to be talking to your customers about this um, and, and really get involved, you know. And one of the things I taught in my Lunch and Learn this year and, and all my presentations that I did with around AI and embracing technology uh, is where can you get an hour back? You know, that's a really simple way. Um, how can you get an hour back in your day? Where can you look at your business and go, you know what? Um, by using this technology, I can get an hour, hour back in my business and really have a chat with your team to, to see how you can do that. And look, it doesn't matter whether they're on the floor, um, talking to customers out the back, fulfilling orders or, you know, sitting down, hitting the computer keys. Everyone can find an hour back in a business. Number two is you know, businesses need to have flexible organizational structures. And the book highlights this, the importance of having a flexible organizational structure that you, that you can adapt to changing market conditions. You know, small business owners or as business owners and marketers, we, we should foster a culture of innovation and agility. And that's really, really key. Encourage your employees to experiment with new ideas. You know, give them the bandwidth to create the structure that allows, you know, quick decision making. Uh, and adaptation. Like I know my team, they can spend, um, I think it's up to $200 to buy any software that they want as long as they know, um, you know, they've done the, the the thorough case study on it. They know it's going to work. They don't have to come to us to ask. They've got the ability to go and spend that money um, to to because we want them to be nimble. We want them to be able to respond to market shifts. We want them to be able to, you know, seize opportunities and, and, and really, I guess, um, you know, when and their decision making too. And one of the things we're looking at next year is is how we develop a training program daily. You know, how can we develop that 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 muscle every day where we're you know giving them people the ability to train. Number three big takeaway out of this book was the customer-centric innovation, you know, so how can you understand your customers' needs and preferences? You know, as, as a business owner, how can we focus on being more customer-centric with our in- innovation, you know, actively seeking feedback, insights to identify any unmet met that our customers might have, you know, engaging our customers, you know, you could engage your customers through surveys, interviews, feedback mechanisms that 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 to ensure, I guess, your products and services are evolving and meeting the, the the changing customer expectations. I think that's really, really important. You know, we're doing something next year um, and, and going and seeing all of our clients nationwide um, because we want to be on the forefront of, of what, what our customers are doing and, and how um, technology is affecting them in all different areas of New Zealand. Um, you know, we, we don't want to just see what's happening in Auckland or happening in Christchurch. We want to see what's happening all over the country. All right, so that's a great book. You know, once again, um, you know, you you must you must adapt to technology. So, the innovator's dilemma um, is is a great book to go to. All right, so number four is a personal favorite of mine. It's per- building a per- uh, building a personal brand. Um, and I think, look, you know, as a business owner, sometimes you can you know. 
you we shy away from promoting our products and services, but I think at the end of the day, you have to promote yourself, right? Now, whether you're doing it yourself or using an agency like myself, you got to be promoting yourself. You got to be out there cultivating your personal brand. And look, there's a couple of books I'm going to recommend here. Um, and the first book is Crushing It by Gary V. Um, and and it's a great book. It, look, it's a little bit older, but his 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 concepts and his thinking are timeless. Um, and I think this book is a great place to start. And he, he shares some real cool insights in, in personal branding in the digital age. And he gives you some really, um, you know, I guess practical advice that you can leverage, which is still practical today, even though he wrote the book, you know, a, a while ago. It's still practical today. And here's some big, here's, I guess, three takeaways. And you may have heard me talk about this when I talked about Gary Vee on the podcast um, after meeting him. Um, but number one is, you, you know, your passion and authenticity must drive success, right? Um, as a as a business owner, you can find success by aligning your ventures with a general interest in your values that you have, right? And authenticity resonates with customers and it builds trust and it shows a strong foundation of, of, of who you are, what you stand for. Uh, and I really believe that is, you know, one of the cores to building a, a really good personal brand is, is, is to be really passionate about uh, and have some values that you stand on. And I know for, I know for me is I want to help small business owners grow. I want to help business owners grow. I want to be there uh, and help you guys win, you know, and hopefully that comes across in the podcast. Uh, I really want you to guys to win. So th- that's my passion. That's my um, my drive. OK, and, and that's part of my personal brand. Number two is you really have to leverage social media for your personal branding. And the book really underlines that. Um, and, and he talks about, you know, as a business owner, how you can leverage the platforms like Instagram, LinkedIn, um, you know, Facebook. And he's massive on, he's actually massive on LinkedIn. He's doing a lot of talking about TikTok at the moment. But I think it, LinkedIn is definitely where he sees the play happening for 2024. And, and I'm so glad I'm there um, being and creating content on it. And I, that's what I'd say to you is, you know, lean into this, you know, creating valuable content, engaging with your audience showcasing the personality behind the business is really really important you know and and look you can do this you know you, you pull out your, your camera you know and start to create some content because i tell you what when you do you'll you'll start to cr- uh, attract people to you and people want to do business with you number three part of this book is to adapt the technology changes i kind of talked about this before but he really hones in on this and the classic thing about what what i what i the reason i reckon you should read this book is go through and and when you're reading it he he talks about some of the technology that's going to be coming down the pipe uh and when you look back now you see that he was right you know and and if you'd embrace some of the tools uh, and the platforms, you'd be way ahead of where you are now, right? So, so go and do it. Go and read the book, and you'll you'll get a sense of hey, like. And and the good thing about it, it's not too late, right? It's not too late. Um, th- there is time to actually grow your business and, and build your personal brand and build your company brand, um, and 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 step into that circle. Now, the, the second book I recommend for building a brand and building um, your business is building a story brand. Uh, Clarify your message so your customers will listen by Donald Miller. Um, look, this was my book of the year a couple of years ago, and I, I probably had it for two years where I'd give it to uh, this book away um, to businesses that came on board, and. And it seriously is a good book, you know. Number one out of this book, one of the uh, number one takeaways I can give you is, you know, creating a clear, a clear and compelling message. Uh, he Donald Miller talks about this in the book, and he talks about how you, you must have a clear, compelling brand message that resonates with your customer. Uh, and, you, and in 2024, I really believe you, you should focus on simplifying this message to clearly um, communicate the value that you offer. You know, and the book 
it really goes into how to frame it, how to frame it as the guide, how to frame it so um, it's coming from a higher level, not just um, the surface level. Position your customer as the hero in the story and addressing their challenges. And this is so, so important. Uh, that's why I love reading. I love reading this book and I love sharing this book because it makes you think totally different than how you're thinking now. Uh, and it's really easy to understand. And, it, and it's really easy for you to implement because it's easy to understand, you know. And, and this book is a, is a, is a, is world class in the way that he, he, he tells this story and well, and, and how you can actually engage your customers in this journey. Cause number two, part of this is, is actually getting to, help you understand your customer's journey. And the book introduces a great concept, you know, around the hero's journey, but the customer's journey and the importance of guiding your customers through a clear, a clear path. Because here's the thing, I know from, from doing business for a long time, a confused mind never buys. And, but Donald Miller explained why. When people get confused, they consume calories. And when they consume calories, they, they, automatically go away or they automatically get distracted. Um, and as a business owner, you need to map out your customer's journey, identify the pain points and address them at each stage, you know, helping them, you know, by understanding your customer's needs and your concerns and their wants, etc. your business can really tailor your messaging. And, and if there's anything that you can help you stand out in 2024, because you need to get attention in 2024, you're going to need to know this problems that you solve for your customers and the solutions that you have. And, and, how do you develop that into before, during, and after experience, that overall customer experience? You know, this approach is really crucial for 2024 for attracting, getting attention, and then keeping your customers because 2024 is going to be super competitive. Number three, a part of this book is utilizing storytelling techniques. And I, I love this. You know, you probably heard me tell a thousand stories, especially if you come to one of my, my events. But he talks about how to become a powerful storyteller and how to convey messages. And even now when I'm reading this, I, I know that I want to get better at this um, because I really believe, you know, storytelling, it really creates connections and emotions. It's making your brand more memorable, your, yourself more memorable. And I think if you can master the art of storytelling in 2024, you're likely that you're going to stand out in a crowded market um, and you're going to get more attention. And that's another reason why I just think you should read, um, you know, Building a Story Brand. It's a, it's a great book and, it, and it'll give you a real sense of how to craft your marketing. If you want another um, a great resource to, to learn about, um, you know, creating stories is go to Jason Gunn, easily said. I actually did a really good podcast. I'll put a link in, in the show notes with Jason. Um, and we, he talks about stories and how to develop stories. And, and, he, and he goes into depth. So I'll put that link in the podcast. But go and, go and listen from him. He's a great storyteller. Look, number five is about being resilient. Um, I see be resilient and, and be adaptable. Look, as the marketing landscape, it's changing, it's dynamic, and the challenges look seriously are inevitable, right? Um, and, and as we, I think you really need to explore that and, and the resilience of your mindset. Uh, to know that that things are going to change and you need to adapt with them, you know, because there's going to be highs and lows. Uh, I know this because I've been in business long enough. If you've been in business uh, long enough, you know there's some highs and lows and you have to be resilient. You have to be adaptable. You have to face what's going on and go, you know what, this is what I'm going to do about it. There's no point putting your head in the sand as a business owner. So um, one of the best books I, I think you can read for this is James Clear, uh, The Atomic Habits. It's a, it's a fascinating book. Uh, it, it delves into the, the habits 
and how small consistent actions can lead to significant personal and professional growth. This book gives you some really practical ways you can, you know, positive change your habits and break um, you know, I guess unproductive ones. Um, me, for me, the three things that I got out of this book was focus on small incremental changes. Uh, he, James Clear gives you, uh, I guess, he didn't, it wasn't, I, I'd learned about Kaizen before, but he framed it in such a way, uh, you know, around, you know, the concept of, of emphasizing on tiny changes over time make a massive difference. And and as a business owner, you can break things down and start focusing on how you can improve processes. How can you improve your strategies? How can you look at your personal habits and start breaking them down by breaking down larger goals into smaller ones into manageable tasks? You know, business owners can improve that system that they have. You know, and this is really really valuable. In fact. I started doing some presentations on this. I started um, putting it into the AI presentation I was doing um, around um, continuous improvement and making those small incremental changes. Um, and I've got a really cool podcast that I'm going to record coming up uh, that I'm share that I'll share with you guys. It, it, and hopefully, it, it, it made an impact when I started presenting this. Uh, and I'll do more presentations on it next year live. Um, but I've got a podcast coming out about it because I really believe it's one of the keys to success. Uh, the more and more I learn about it is how you focus on small incremental changes uh, and you stack those and you stack those and you stack those and all of a sudden those one percenters turn into hundred percenters that you know they start really really evolving your business number two in this book is designing habits for success um, and and the book emphasizes the importance of designing environments and systems that support positive habits now now a simple one for me was I leave a book on my bed okay so when I go to bed at night, um, the book is there. It's on my bed. I can't get into the bed without grabbing the book. So that forces me to at least read one or two pages, sometimes 10 pages if I'm lucky for I fall asleep. But that that's an environment that I've set up. Okay. So as, as a small business owner, you know, or as a business owner, you can, you can apply the principle. What could you do? Create a work environment that fosters your productivity. You know, maybe, um, before you leave, uh, at night, you create your to-do list for the next day. Um, you know, you create and design systems that set yourself up to win. Um, maybe you know you have some collaborations or some create creativity that you're doing um, that you could then you know um, implement straight away when you get to work or when you're getting to work. So, creating those environments. What can you design as simple as leaving your book on your bed to create those create those habits inside your business? Number three, big takeaway from this book is to utilize the power of identity. You know, James really talks about and discusses the role of identity in a habit uh, and highlighting that habits are not just actions, but reflections of our beliefs and self, uh, I guess, perception of ourselves. You know, and business owners, as a business owner, you can really leverage this insight to align your identity with your business goals. Uh, and look, you know, by viewing you as a leader, as an innovator, as someone who embraces technology, as someone who has a marketing mindset, who is going to take on those challenges, um, you can really commit to growing in 2024. And this is getting you marketing fit, remember, for 2024. I want you hitting the ground in 2024 marketing fit. And look, I recently discussed this with Bevan James Isles on my podcast, uh, and we talked about I am a leader. 
you know, and being and having that positive identity around you, that you are a leader and, and leaders lead and leaders take take on things um, that other people don't take on because you're a leader, you know, and you need to lead your business in the 2024 uh, marketing your business because you want to build a positive identity around success that you can drive constant, uh, consistent results, you know, aligned to what you want to achieve in your business. So Atomic Habits is another great book to read. So there's six books. Hey, look, I want you to stop for a minute, okay? Uh, because all the information today can help you, right? But I want you to stop for a minute, and I want to—I want you to make a decision, okay? Because here's the thing: I know that you didn't come here for a warm, fuzzy feeling. You came here because you wanted to learn something. And if you've listened this far, it's time to take some action. Because I guarantee people—there'll um, be some people here that have stopped listening to this, right? But here's the real critical thing. I want you to stop for a minute and I want you to make a decision. I want you to choose one out of these five, whether it's one, consumer behavior trends, two, the psychology of persuasion, three, adapting to technology advancements, four, building a personal brand, or five, be resilient and be adaptable. Um, I want you to choose one and I want you to start working on that one right now. I want you to pick one of those and I want you to go back with the books that I, that I talked about and I want you to go and order the book. Okay. Go and order the book. Um, even better, get the audio book as well because I learned recently, um, and, and started doing that if you, if you read the book and listen to the book, you actually get a better, um, understanding of the book. So, Go and order the book, you know, get the audio book and go all in because here's the thing, the action you take today, you know, by ordering that book and the work you start doing this week will see you winning in 2024. Ask me how I know. Well, I know because I've read these books, okay? I've gone and done these behaviors as soon as I learn something. You know, I was reading a book the other day, and it's called Nine Figure Mindset, uh, and it's really stretching me. It's really stretching my mind, but it also said you should, you must read this other book by John C. Maxwell. So I went and ordered that book as well. You know, I'm committed to learning. I'm committed to my craft. I'm committed to helping my business grow because I know I can have a bigger impact on business owners, okay? So... The thing that you need to do is choose one of them, pick one, order the book, get the audio book, uh, and then take action, you know, start doing the work, start reading the book, start implementing the things that you're learning inside the books, because I know this to be true, you just got to start sometimes. All right, guys, hey, this is a wrap for the podcast, uh, this episode, I really appreciate you listening, look, this one, um, I really want to help you get marketing fit, and hopefully, um, you know, you're not you're not uh, too tired that you're sitting down right now and uh, and, and exhausted, but look, the, the work you do now to get marketing fit for 2024. I don't want to have these conversations with business owners come December 2024 that they feel sluggish and they feel unfit with their marketing because, you know, I've had enough of those conversations recently. You need to do the work. You need to get yourself your mindset right uh, and, and your thinking right because 2024, 25, 26, uh, there's going to be some great opportunities around and, and it's the work you do now that will allow you to take those opportunities. So, all right, guys, appreciate your time. Thanks. Um, and But as always, hey, look, if you know a business owner that's not listening to the podcast, please share it. We love uh, we love you know, helping this community grow uh, and really appreciate your feedback. So, you know, please share it with uh, with a friend and I look forward to seeing you next time on the podcast. All right, till then, have fun, take action and have a great day. Hi, Scholson here again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Marketing for Business podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen and we hope that you learned a lot from today's episode. Uh, if you could be so kind as to rate and share the podcast with your other business friends and colleagues, 
that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, why don't you head over to our website, www.getdigitalinfluence.com, where we've got a whole bunch of other amazing interviews with business owners. Thanks for your time, and have a great day.